Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Busy Doing Nothing Podcast. to busy doing nothing i'm your host rona and i'm diana okay diana i wanted to do a really quick shout out and i think you know who i'm talking about oh but yeah we, yes i do we have an amazing intro and it's thanks to my friends um one of my friends kyle reed and his band pure unadulterated funk Woo! Woo! we're so excited thank you guys so much i I'm so stoked that they made this intro song for us, this little jingle. jingle so damn jingle. catchy. I cannot stop singing it in my free time. And um, if you guys didn't know, they're a band in Southern California. They're making their way to the top. They're hustling. And I've been to their one of their concerts. And it was so fun. Was it so It was good. It was so interactive. Was and not be. only that, but... Um, it's different when you go to a concert and you see someone you know on stage. It's like – Yeah, it's a different side. It's so moving because you're like – you're seeing someone that you personally know, like living their dream, like entertaining like a bunch of people and like people being there, like rallying together. Like music is so – I don't know. It just brings people together, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really love that. And they're a multi-instrumental band with a lot of influence in all types of genres, but an emphasis on funk. Woohoo. Yeah. So they're a little funky here and there. So funky. Yeah. And I went to their Halloween. Um, I think it was called Halloween Spooky Fusion. I don't remember. I don't remember that part. <laughs> but uh it was <laughs> it was so fun. And if you guys have a chance, um, Go check out their Instagram. It's Puff for short, P-U-F. So yeah, go check them out. They have amazing music, and send them you will, some love. Tell yeah, them you send them some me. love. Yeah, tell them that we sent you. So, anyways, that was just my little shout out of the day. I don't think I've ever told you about this, and I just kind of wanted to talk about it with you today. All right, let's hear it. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this thing called the Iron Man? like not 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 the <laughs> it's like it's like a i believe it's a marathon or a triathlon oh yeah yeah i've heard of that yeah um but there's this i'm not gonna do the iron man but here's this other thing that i heard from another podcast and it's uh-huh. called the iron mind oh what's that about Is that so also basically it's not it's oh. about your mind <laughs> but basically um and, and, you know, I, I haven't officially done the Iron Mind, but I've done concepts or, like, my iterations of the Iron Mind. It's sure. 30 days of hard discipline. And you choose, like, okay, I'm not going to have any alcohol for 30 days. I'm going to wake up at 5.30 in the morning every day for 30 days. I'm going to do these different changes that are bettering yourself for 30 days. Uh-huh. And I decided because recently 
I don't know. I have been taking in a lot of sugar. I've been eating a lot. I haven't been as disciplined as I was when I was back in Japan modeling really hard, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm doing a lot of new things right now and I'm focusing my energies on them. But I was like, you know what? I want to get back into really focusing on self-betterment. And I want to bring a lot of the old habits that I had back into my life. So the perfect way for doing that, I think, is setting a goal for 30 days and committing to it. And that's actually how I got started back in Japan. I just gave myself, hey, I'm going to do this for 30 days and see how far I can get. You know, they say that it takes 30 days to develop a habit. So I I can see why that would be effective. Is it really? I thought it was like 30 days. If you do something for 30 days, it becomes a habit. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, that would make yeah. sense. Either way, even if it was seven days, that, that yeah. makes sense why doing 30 days of that would, would The be days are irrelevant. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was a show back in Japan, and I don't know how to translate into English. Basically, they did like a social experiment where, okay, it would be different, like interesting things. Like what if we took this random person from, I don't know, like a rural part of Japan and let them live in a very luxurious uh, apartment that you could see Tokyo Tower from every single day for 30 days. Oh. What would happen to that person? Or what if we gave this person an Hermes bag to hold and had they had to use it for 30 days? How would they change? What if we gave this person a like diamond necklace worth $40,000 to wear every single day for 30 days? And they have to, right? Yeah. How would they change? And it's insane how one thing really changes the mindset, the way people hold themselves, the 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 whole like person change. Like you can see it. And it was just the experiment of experiment of will their face change. And a lot oh, of people they seemed really. happier. They seemed more full of life. They they changed their makeup, their hairstyle. They matched their clothes to fit into these nicer areas that they started feeling like they belonged and they weren't afraid to go to now because of Hmm. one thing, you know? So it was really interesting to me. Yeah. And I remember back in Japan, I did, I'm going to stretch for 10 minutes morning and night for 30 days. Yeah. That was it. That was the only thing that I did. Yeah. And that was the catalyst for me, losing 20 pounds in two months, that was – okay, honestly, that was unhealthy. Oh, <laughs> but, I was um, going to say, holy shit. Yeah, I lost 20 pounds in two months. And I'll get back into that because I was in the modeling industry and I'm not advocating for that. <clears throat> but I started going to the gym every single day, even if it was just to stretch. I got yeah. into the habit of going to the gym, getting my gym clothes on. I started waking up better. I, my back pain went away. Oh wow! Um, I was so much more positive, and I would—I'm not a flexible person. I have very tight hamstrings. <laughs> I was so proud of myself for being able to almost do the splits, and I started even stretching like an hour a day, just watching Netflix. Or I had a—I lived in a loft at the time, so like I had a little mini ladder. I would stretch my legs on the ladder steps as I was uh-huh. doing like like brushing my hair. (laughs) So it really helped my mobility and my flexibility. And so this year I just decided 
you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that starting like next week. Oh, so you're going to start, you get ahead of the New Year's resolution start now. Yeah, yeah, because time is an illusion, everyone. (laughs) Time is an illusion, um, but Time is a human construct. (laughs) Exactly. What is time, you know? Actually, the faster you travel, I just found this out. What? Um, The faster something travels, the slower time is for the thing that's traveling. So, like, if you're traveling at the speed of light, like, you can watch, like, a thousand years go by. But, like, you won't remember it, I don't think. It was a crazy, it was a crazy video concept. Anyways, I watched it. It was very interesting. Um, (laughs) I can't describe, I can't explain it. I need someone smarter (laughs) to explain it for me. Um, Ha ha, (laughs) teehee. But uh, yeah, for the 30 days, I decided I'm going to cut out sugar. I'm going to wake up at an earlier time. And I'm still debating which time I'm going to wake up just because I need to make sure it is realistic for my life right now. Sure. I'm going to do the stretching again. And, um, oh, yeah, no processed foods. Ooh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, actually, I mean, I did this back in Japan, you know? Yeah. So to me, it's not that hard, especially if you've already done something before. You can always do it again, and it's easier. But I've definitely been slacking since I moved to the U.S., and especially recently, because I haven't been in the best mental space. I have to admit. And I think food really affects your mind. Mm -hmm. So if you're eating junk food, you're going to feel lethargic. You're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel negative. And the moment I started cleaning my diet and, you know, making sure I got all of my vitamins and my uh, minerals, just like balancing out my hormones, it like – it really helped a lot of different things. So the added benefits of just eating good stuff, you know? Wow. Yeah, so that was just a little tidbit of what I wanted to talk to you about. But would you ever do an Iron Mind? Do you want to do it with me? Uh, do I want to do it with you right now? No. <laughs> You're like, no. I've got vacations coming up. I got, oh, yeah. I'm got. i getting ready to eat. I'm not getting ready to, stri- to go strict right now. That is it's true. Not- it's like December right before Christmas. Like- Right before Christmas, girl, I want to eat pozole. I want to. I want to eat my mom's sh- the polvorones, the sh- little white powder sugar oh, cookies. I love those things. I'm, I can't. I I can't commit to something strict this time of year. <laughs> oh, I feel that. I feel that. Okay, well, for Christmas, please don't bring me any sweets. <laughs> Damn. Unfortunately, I know because they're your favorite. I love those Christmas cookies that your mom makes, but thanks. Yeah. yeah no. All right. Um, tell her, sure. tell her to make it for my birthday <laughs> in February. Okay. Maybe I'll, I'll make sure not to send you any. Okay, or like just bring me one. Don't bring me a plate because <laughs> when you bring me a plate, I remember you brought me a plate of those cookies. Yeah. And you were like, you have to share with your family too. They were like, okay. They were for your family and you. Um, my not family all got one each. Away. <laughs> my family got one, and I that ate was the rest. So many cookies. It was a whole plate full. I felt really like stacked. stacked after that. No yeah. kidding. You're not supposed to eat all the plate in one go, dude. I have a problem with sweets. I love sweets. Um, 
I just <laughs> I couldn't control. Also, at that time, though, like, was I was I already modeling at that time um, when I did that? Because I think I might have been last I time I got them. Last time I had them, I, I think don't I was. Um, and I really was on calorie restriction. Like, I was eating about five hundred to eight hundred calories a day. Oh my god, yeah, it was really bad. And I just one, I probably just wanted energy <laughs> too. I just, you know, I. I eventually started balancing out to like eating about 800 calorie steak. That is not balancing That's out, by the way, but still, so little. I know. Um, and I don't know. I just, I really wanted to eat the sweets. You are, I would, yeah. You're already like a sugar fiend as is. I know. Yeah. I love <laughs> sugar, but um, it's not good for you. <laughs> It's not good for you. You have you have sugar problems. <laughs> I know. I have insulin problems. And there that's because of the stress and the calorie restriction. It doesn't help. So you really do have to eat very balanced. Yeah. And I'm a certified nutritionist now, so um I understand way more than I do back I did back then when I was trying to be skinny. Because that's not yeah. that's not sustainable, you know? No, it's not. It's not sustainable. I was tired all the time. I was thinking negatively and I just – I was going to the gym and I didn't have any energy. I wasn't building any muscle and that's because I didn't have any enough calories and I wasn't regulating. I was self-tabotaging myself by over-restricting, you know? Yeah. But – That's that's like a friendly PSA. Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) Okay. Um, I kind of want to get into the story time for today. Ooh, what's the story? Well, um, as you know, I lived in Japan for three and a half years. (laughs) I lived in Japan for three and a half years. And when I first moved there, I didn't have my own place. And I think this was, originally I was going to get an apartment and, um, my mom advised me to get a share house instead because that way... I'll have people to read the mail for me and like maybe <laughs> you know they can they can help yeah. me around if I needed to ask for something or how to do something. Yeah. And for those reasons I'm really Roomies. glad I picked a share house. So I speaking of which, so I moved there with one suitcase. I Crazy. Yeah, I didn't know anyone. It's my first time even visiting Japan, right? I had never been to the country prior. I didn't read that well. Um, I wasn't super fluent as I am now. And um, I didn't have a job lined up. And I secured this share house a week before I left. Wow. Yeah. um, I get there. And it's a woman's only share house. And it's, it's a house though. You know, it's not a tiny apartment. It's a house. Mm-hmm. There's 13 girls in the share house. And honestly, Wait, like everyone. Room? What? There's 13 bedrooms in the house? Yeah. That's... Is it well, big? I'm, I'm sure it's renovated so that um, each room is like split into two. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. But um, there's a full living room. There was a kitchen. It had an oven, which is very rare in Japan. It had um, washer and dryer, which is also rare. And so 
it didn't feel that small. The rooms were pretty small, but you know, I only had one suitcase anyways, and I lived in a loft. Yeah. So, um, people always ask me, "Oh, how was the like restroom situation?" I can't imagine with thirteen people. Actually, I never had a problem with the restroom. Like, oh, really? never had to wait. Yeah. But that's surprising. The thirteen women in one house. Yeah. Huh. Things ran pretty. Smoothly. How many bathrooms were there? What? How many bathrooms were there? Just one? Um, like, like showers and stuff. Showers. There was only two showers and then two restrooms. Oh, so okay, so like a toilet. There's two toilets separate yeah. from, like, the showers. Yes. In separate rooms. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wait, what I, you, you're, you're saying like it's obvious, but like, I mean, usually like in America, at least the bathroom, the shower and the toilet is in the same room. In oh, a house, in, Japan, in a house. In Japan, they like to keep it separate because they think it's dirty. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's which fair. which I also was like, why though? <laughs> you know, why? Yeah. Why can't we just put it all in one? You know, um, I remember my first culture shock that I had when I went to this house and I showered for the first time. Um, I went into the bath, right? Uh-huh. Went to the bath. And I got Nikki. <laughs> and there's a mirror in the bathtub. Oh. Like all the – like any bathtub you go to in Japan will probably have a mirror. And it's so that you can like make sure you clean everything, I guess. I don't really know. But I'm not used to like making eye contact with myself as I'm like – in the shower so like i remember it was my first night there and i was like so embarrassed (laughs) by By yourself (laughs) i was like oh my gosh like stop looking (laughs) yeah i was like oh my gosh i feel so naked (laughs) oh my god but um anyways i had a lot of good memories and bad memories in the share house and a lot of different people everyone always asked me did you just live with models in the share house and I know there are model houses and um you know a lot of agencies will like buy a share house so that they can have all their models there this was not one of those um it had a lot of people from different types of jobs so we had a professor we had um office workers we had um you know people in creative directing agencies stuff like that so a lot of different people and Including myself, there was only maybe three foreigners, three to four foreigners at a time. Everyone else was Japanese. And there was also different age ranges. So I was the youngest. I was 21. And Mm -hmm. the oldest was 38. Oh, wow. I am going to specifically speak about this woman because actually there was a couple people. There was a couple instances of drama in the house. Ooh, I mean, 14 women, there's, there's bound to be drama. 13, sorry. Um, bound to well, be drama. Here's the thing. <laughs> I I always assume that when you get out of high school, it stops being clicky. Oh, no. <laughs> but I guess at any age, you can still be immature. Just because you age doesn't make you wise, is what I learned. <laughs> so the very specific instance I'm going to be speaking of today is this woman who was 38. And I remember I moved in about a week before she did and she came to view the house and we made eye contact and like we instantly connected. Mm -hmm. 
she really liked me and she was like, I want to move in because of that girl. That's what she Aww. told the landlord. And I thought that was really sweet. And so she came to move in and we got lunch like the following week and everything was like really happy and fun. And she really became a solid part of my life um, for the first year. Like we spent New Year's together. Um, oh, I met her grandma, you know, like I went to her house like in the rural area and she kind of became this mother figure to me, you know, because I wasn't, you know, I didn't have my family. And she really helped me, and I'm so thankful for her for, you know, assisting me along the way. Yeah, got you through that first year. Exactly. But as time went on, I don't know. I I think, you know, I started getting more swept up into my work, and I just didn't have the time necessarily to always be around. Like, I, I was living my own life, you know? And little by little... I don't know what was going on necessarily because I wasn't always in the living room and things that always happened in the living room was like a mystery to me. But she started really gossiping a lot. And Uh-oh. yeah, she started gossiping a lot and it was just kind of starting to get this negative energy to me and I didn't really like it. And mm-hmm. so I would just leave the living room, you know, because um, I don't I don't feel like I need to be a part of that. You know, if I'm not contributing to the conversation, and I don't think it's adding any benefit to me and you're talking about things that I don't necessarily agree with I don't like being there and being with people like that because I really believe the people that you surround yourself with influence you a lot Mm -hmm. so I started leaving and there there was this new girl that had moved in and granted she was kind of annoying (laughs) (laughs) she was kind of annoying but she was young she was oh like maybe I would say one year older than me And at Mm -hmm. this time, I was maybe 22. So she was maybe 23, right? And I like, it's okay to be annoying when you're young. You know, you're excited about life. You're naive. Like she had just moved from um, a rural part of Japan and she's in the city now. You know, she's excited. Yeah. And this older woman, just one day after this girl left the living room, this younger girl, she whispers to me. She's like, hey, Rona, come over here. I'm like, okay, what is it? And she has like two other people in the room, in the living room. She's like, I just don't like that girl. What do you think about her? I just don't like her. Oh. And I didn't really have an opinion at that point. But to me, this was like someone that I had bonded with and I trusted for, you know, over a year at this point. And so I was like, yeah. oh, you don't like her? Like, what about her don't you like? Like, did she do something? She was like, I just, I don't like the vibe. Like, I don't like her face. Oh, (laughs) okay. And I remember just, like, listening to her speak to other women about it and, like, try to get them to, like, rally to be on her side to not like this girl, you know? And I, like, she didn't do anything. She's not purposely, you know, that young girl is not purposely doing anything to hurt you, you know? Yeah. And to me, if you don't like someone, just ignore them. Why are you letting it bother you? And what's the need to get other people to also not like them? Yeah. And so that was a very pivotal moment for me where I was like, I don't like this. You know, like I'm not picking sides here. I'm just, I'm just trying to live here, girl. You know, I just don't like your attitude. (laughs) Yeah. So after that, I made a decision that I wasn't going to hang out in the living room that often. I was just going to focus on myself, live my own life. And 
not be a part of this. This is where, yeah, this is where shit started hitting the fan for me. Oh, no. So I started to disassociate from the group. And in Japan, I'm going to say the bullying culture in Japan is intense. It's something that really needs to be worked on. And it's, in my opinion, the collectivist mentality. Mm -hmm. They want you to agree with the higher-ups. So if you're older, you're automatically, like, the leader, right? Sure. The, like, senpai um, mentality, which is not like senpai. It's not like that. The senpai mentality is I'm the older one. You respect me. I've been here longer. You respect me. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't necessarily deserve that respect, right? Yeah. You don't speak up to them. Me not agreeing with her and me not being part of this bullying made me a target. Wow. Which is They fucked. turned on you? Yeah. they. It's fucked up. Yeah. So this woman, this older woman, she was in the room right next to me. Uh-huh. And so those walls, by the way, are very thin. Walls in Japan are so thin. If someone opened a box, like a cardboard box or potato chips, I can hear it. Oh, that's, that's, that is not fun. <laughs> no. So if I'm talking on the phone, you know she can hear everything. Yeah. And her, like, her number one, like, comrade, like, sidekick was, like, on the room on the other side of me. Oh, wow. So you can so, hear them talking shit? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> really? Really? <laughs> no, no. I'm going to get to that. Here's the thing. <gasps> so I'm sandwiched in between these people. And... At this time, you know, modeling is extremely lonely, extremely lonely. And I'm a foreigner and I've been hustling for a year and I'm on a calorie deficit. I'm like exhausted. Not a good time. I was waking up every morning around 5 a.m. going to the gym twice. I had a part-time job. I was going to auditions. I was doing photo shoots and I slept at like 9 And actually, I had two jobs at that time. So I actually had a night job as well where I would go into work at 8, come back at like – I think I was able to come back at 1 a.m. sometimes. Damn. Not every single day of the week, but like every time they called me in, right? Yeah. So I was doing a lot of work and I was exhausted. And then on top of that, you want to go home to a safe space. And I was going home to this shit show. Yeah. And it was – Yeah. And – it just was stressing me out. Like I hated walking into that room because every time I started to – I walked in the living room. You can hear it. You, you can hear people like laughing and having a good time in the living room and then I would walk in and it would be dead silent. Wow. It would be dead silent and they would like look at me and just like not even smile. Like, oh, we're having such a shitty time now because of you. And I didn't understand. I didn't understand because I was like, what did I do? I didn't do anything. I just didn't want to bully this person with you, you know? Yeah. Because I don't agree with that. And now you're bullying me for not bullying someone, (laughs) you know? And like, I I think I was really disappointed because I thought we were friends and I know you. Like, I I thought I knew you, you know? And like the fact that our morals are different here, really disappointing. You know, you think you, you, you hold someone to a certain standard, right? You think and you so, know someone. Yeah. So I would go back to my room and I would go back to my room and 
these two women would walk upstairs, stand in the front of my door. No. And talk shit (gasps) about me. The gall. Yeah. And like they would do it like whispering like, oh my God, like – did you see her? Oh my god! Like, did you like see that? She- oh my god! Yeah, like the and- pettiness. Oh my god! Yeah, it was, it was, it was really fucking with me mentally. Like, I was crying. You know, I was like, like this is horrible. Like, and I remember I was calling my mom and like telling her about what was happening. I was like, I really like trusted her, and like, why would she do this to me? She's like being mean to me and like mm-hmm. not even talking to me and. I don't understand, you know, and I don't know. She was just like, well, just <laughs> ignore it. But how can you ignore it really? Like as a, you know, I, I feel like I was still a kid at that point. Uh-huh. So anyways, um, that had been going on for a while. And then um, this older woman, she one day, we have a communal, communal community, I don't know, um notebook in the living room and when someone wants to say something to everyone you write something in it like hey like i just went to this trip and here i brought you all cookies everyone please take one you know oh okay or hey like message board yeah like hey um someone didn't clean this like what happened blah 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 right Mm -hmm. there was a message and it said someone ate my like cheese or something i don't know someone ate my cheese yeah and we all decided to have a meeting and we're like okay what happened what happened to this about the cheese yeah (laughs) what happened to the cheese (laughs) and of course no one's gonna fess up to it but everyone was like oh that's so weird like who would do that like what kind of person like we should get security cameras but obviously the landlord is a male so we don't want them watching us oh yeah no yeah so we were like okay never mind but whatever like it's probably not going to happen again a couple days later someone else is like i think someone ate like my bread and so now it's like what is happening you know Uh like what is going on yeah there's us and apparently this imposter (laughs) well apparently this is pretty like popular like to happen in a share house. Oh, really? Apparently. I mean, I guess. But I wouldn't have the balls to do that. I mean, like, when, you, when you're when roommates with someone, food disappears. You just assume someone ate it and it's not a big deal. But Yeah. But, you know, it's just the morals of someone stealing, you know? Yeah. So it, yeah. Was, it was getting kind of like, okay, that's weird. And then other people were starting to be like, okay, like, this is gone. This is gone. And... This older woman was like, oh, I can't believe someone would do that. That's so disgusting. Oh, my God. Like, who could it be? Who could it be? And she started pointing fingers. Oh. Without having any evidence, she started saying, I think it's that girl. Okay, wait. I know. I think it's this girl. And so people started talking about who they thought it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's this person. And then this bitch. Okay. She had the audacity. To say, I think it's the foreigners. I don't think it's a <gasps> Japanese person. A Japanese person wouldn't do that. And there's wow. only four foreigners, okay? There's only four or three foreigners at this point. And I was shooketh. <laughs> I was shooketh because I was like, what the heck? You know what I mean? 
Um, and so the, the racism. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, "Well, I don't think it would be this person because this person's not here that much, and I don't think it would be this person." And she's eliminating foreigners. By the oh, way. she's going for you. Yeah, no, and so she was like, "Well, I don't know who it could be." Like staring at me, right? And I'm like, yeah. Don't know who it could be, Rona. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating 500 to 800 calories a day. I don't think I'm going to be eating your shit, you know? Yeah. Like I was in the kitchen cooking all the time, but because I was maybe in the kitchen all the time, I think they thought, oh, it's Rona. Oh. I don't know, but she was out for me. She was out to get me. Yeah. And so I was just trying to be like, girl, it's not me. Like stop pointing fingers at me, right? Uh-huh. And then one day, after this woman had made such a stand, such she was scandal. acting, yeah, scandal. She was acting her ass off, right? She was like, "Someone ate my ice cream." Okay, like how could someone do that? Like I bought this ice cream and I was gonna eat it today. Blah blah. blah. She even wrote that in a notebook. Okay. Uh huh. I walk into the living room one day. And this woman has okay our our sections of the fridge because there was two fridges, and we were in the same fridge. Mm-hmm. Her her section was right under my section. Yeah. So if you open the fridge, if you open the right side of the fridge or the left side of the fridge, you can see which side you're eating, right? So uh-huh. both of ours were on the right side of the fridge. So you have to open the right door. So I walk in and she has the right door open. So it's not like I can see which section she's like scrummaging through. Yeah. It's just open. It's just open. But she had my Tupperware in her hands. <gasps> she no. had my It was her? Here's the thing. There's no way that you would have my Tupperware in my hands because there's no way that you – like I have something that's in the way of yours because it's literally a shelf down. Okay? <gasps> And she puts it back really fast. But I already saw. I already saw. You know what I mean? So it was her. And I, I know she knows that I know. I know she knows. Wow. You should write to the share house people that if they still live there, you should be like, I know who it was. (laughs) No, here's the thing. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything during that moment because I was like, oh, I know now, you know? (laughs) Oh, Oh, I know now. And I'm just, I was shook because I didn't think it was her, but she's like a little chihuahua, like, meh, 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 meh. and it was, it was her the whole time. Wow. This little share house swindler, you know what I mean? The swindler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was pissed because first of all. As you should be. First of all, you're trying to frame me. But second of all, what are you doing to my food? Like food is very... <gasps> You know what I mean? Oh, like, don't. Is she, touch she my doing food. something to your food? I don't know. I don't know. But don't touch people's food. That's. Yeah. 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 Like, what, ma'am? Like, what's Please. she doing with the tups? Yeah. What was she doing with my tups? So, yeah, I didn't like that. No. And I eventually moved out of that chair house. Um, and. I didn't tell anyone. I just up and left. And right when I left, everyone in the share house got COVID. <gasps> and oh. this Good. woman was like, 
everyone that has COVID, like, should just be able to use the living room. Like, who cares? Oh, like, no. you, we should think about everyone's, like, um, ease of living. But, like, if she didn't have COVID, because she was the one who gave everyone COVID, if she didn't have it and someone had, someone else had it, she wouldn't be saying that. Yeah. So because of her, everyone got it. Wow. Good thing yeah. you got out of there. I contacted my landlord and praise my landlord. He was a OG for me. He let me live in another apartment that wasn't even the next place that I lived in for free just so I can like get out of there. Because oh, wow. I was telling him what was going on, you know, and he was like, I'm really sorry that that's going on. And I like originally I was hoping he was going to kick her out. But, you know, I, I was like, I don't really care. Yeah. I just want to get out like and leave. Like I don't it's affecting me way too much and like that negativity and trying to be like a like trying to be like the house mafia boss you know what i mean like ma'am <laughs> you're what kind just of, trying to live your life yeah like what kind of ego boost are you getting by picking on these younger women wow yeah but you know what they say usually when you don't like someone it's because you see something in them that you wish you had or you recognize in yourself oh so I don't know. I I feel like maybe she just was bitter that she didn't pursue what she had wished she could have pursued. Sure. You know? And here she is being bitter. Being bitter? Mm-hmm. Stealing people's food, apparently. Yeah, and betraying friendship. How dare. How dare. Over something so stupid. Very. It sounds very trivial. Yeah, no, it, I mean, literally, you don't like someone's face. <laughs> you don't like someone's no. face, and you try to you try to create a bullying circle. I, at thirty eight, ma'am, at thirty eight, wow. Don't you have better things to like critique or worry about? That... Apparently not. I feel like people I'm who not bully someone's face, people who bully, aren't happy with where they're at. You know, hmm. so hurt. You know what they say: hurt people, hurt people. True. So word, <laughs> word, hurt people, hurt people. So really, I wish her healing. Ooh, mm-hmm. I wish her healing because healing is painful. Healing is a, a process. It's a long and long harsh and process. painful process. So I wish her. A healing journey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got out of that. And and you never told anyone that you found her grabbing your food? You know, after I left the share house, um, I had lunch with some of the ladies and I did tell one of them. <gasps> and she was shook. Really? But well, she, yeah. actually, she didn't know that much of the drama. She was one of the foreigners. She didn't know that all of that drama was going on. Oh. And, you know, she, she was... She was gone all the time. She was traveling. She was doing work. So she wasn't really involved. She didn't spend too much time in the living room, which, why? Why would you make a living room a negative space? You know? Yeah. I want to live in the living room. I want to live in negativity. Exactly. Positivity, guys. Positivity. Please spread it. Bad vibes. Bad vibes, my dude. Bad vibes. But yeah, that was unfortunately some of the the bullying 
that I experienced in Japan. I actually experienced a lot of bullying. And, you know, that was also, like, low-key racism, too. Yeah, but, uh, for sure. Yeah. No, I, I think that made me be a little bit more cautious to people, you know? Aww. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm over it now, but it does suck that you go through stuff like that. But you have to. You have to for the self-development. It's just life. Yeah. Not always ups. Sometimes there's downs. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay, guys. It's for your character development. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There we go. Anyways, yeah, that was my store time. Wow. Wow. Okay, well. She made it out alive. I made it, guys. I made it. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. If you like this episode, please share it, tell a friend, and follow me on Instagram and TikTok for more content at Rice Arona.